broadcasting before and probably after the rapture. It's the Drew Marshall Show. This is, well, I'm this, is the, yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is our yoga intro song. Folks, you're listening to the Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca, live right here in southern Ontario on Joy 1250. <sighs> Here's a moment that I have been wondering whether we should do for quite a long time. We're going to do yoga live in the studio. And uh, my son is here with me as well, Josh Marshall. Josh comes in and does the show every once in a while. And uh, I want you to think about, uh, well, Josh, can you think of any times when we grew up in the, in the Jesus scene, you know, and, uh, and I was maybe a little strict uh, with, with Jesus stuff? Which, uh, which decade would that be? Um, yeah, I mean, I was strict a lot. Okay, I can think of numerous things. Number one, uh, I guess this is a normal one, but my restriction of uh, TV, okay, so how much TV I can watch, which is a normal parental thing, but for every... For every, I think the rule was for every half hour of TV I watched, I had to read for an hour. Huh, what do you think? Hey, which, Tim, is that a good thing? It's a good good thing to do. Right, which yeah, I... You read Harry Potter? No, no, so I hated reading my whole life. <laughs> yeah, Can okay, we just don't even talk about Harry Potter. I wasn't allowed to look at was, Harry Potter. Was there any evil stuff I said you couldn't, other than Harry Potter? I remember uh, when I was growing I'm up... So, this is the most embarrassing the thing ever. So when I was growing up, um, Pokemon came out, right? One of the largest things to come up for for children and uh, i remember that was the, a discussion whether i was allowed to have these cards uh because you know if, if something had uh, magical powers that didn't come from god then they come from <laughs> okay. satan all right i don't want to talk about this so anymore. that was a discussion bed knobs and broomsticks, um, bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Sail- no this is the best sailor moon Whoa. i wasn't allowed to watch oh. sailor moon or power rangers because they were monsters <laughs> what about transformers that was a lot yeah okay yeah. So, you're listening to the Tim Miller Show right now. I don't want anybody knowing this is my life growing up. But now you get a bit of a context as to as to what was going on. I mean, it was just that kind of world in the Jesus scene that I was in where we were all scared of evil stuff. You know, you'd walk by a store and smell incense and you'd, you'd go, ooh, Satan's in there, which is just ludicrous. So, uh, every year I kind of lean into different communities that I've been ignorant and judgy about. I have a long list of communities that I have to lean into. <laughs> And uh, this past summer, I leaned into the yoga crew, the yoga gang. Uh, I decided to stop judging it as an ignorant outsider and actually try it for myself. And uh, today, I wanted to introduce everybody to my, my my new yoga instructor. I have a yoga instructor. Now I need a Pilates instructor and a personal trainer and a liposuction. Instru- tai Bo. A Tai Bo. <laughs> tai Bo. Um, I want to make sure that... This is happening. Yes, Lindsay is here in the studio. Lindsay Vanden Herk. Such a hard name to pronounce. Lindsay, you got into yoga as a very young, young person. Like, how, how old were you? I was about 11 or 12. Why did you get into it so young? 
Well, I was in figure skating competitively, and um, part of our sports psychology classes was meditation, visualization, and relaxation. And I remember being, you know, really young, and all my girlfriends would be giggling through this part of the course, and I'd be like, you know, stop! Like this is really good stuff. So I was pretty into the meditation stuff when I was young, but I didn't really realize it was yoga. You're now a studio owner, which is kind of a big deal. You took a leap of faith. We've been talking about leaps of faith in this show. It's going to be there's going to be a lot more of this conversation later as well. But you stopped being a teacher and became a studio owner. Yeah. And moved back in with your parents. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, <laughs> as soon as I turned thirty, I um, moved back in with my parents. Yeah, that, that was tough. But you, you, got, too, Tim? <laughs> you did that too with your wife and a child. Oh, really? Yep. You win. The Boomerang Club. Yeah, nice one. The person that uh, has had the greatest imp- impact on you in your yoga world, who has been an inspiration to you, Lindsay? Um, my teachers, uh, Katie like Brower and Kobe Kozlowski, Devarshi, Stephen Hartman. Do you Those like are people that... What? They're people that... That, that have been in, uh, a big influence. Are yeah, you nervous? Yeah. I am so nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating and I'm... You're like, sweating. We're about to do <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Josh, you've never done yoga, right? I- once. Really? When, yeah, Teen Ranch, when uh, Barb Ferguson uh, did some yoga classes, I went once right. and hated it. Why? So no no pressure, Lindsay. But uh, yeah. um, well, no, it was it's, a lot of work, right? No, I hated it because I was horrible at it. That's why yeah. I hated it. It's all about failure yeah. for guys. Yeah. I'm uh, not very flexible. Located in the heart of downtown Orangeville, Discover Your Yoga is uh, your place for yoga. Is it bar? Is that how you say it? Bar. B-A-R-R-E, which is what, like ballet stretching moves? Sort of like that, yeah. It's like a mix of yoga, Pilates, and ballet done at a, at a bar. So it's like the dancers work out without the dance. They have a beautifully restored historic building, and it's equipped with two spacious practice rooms, offering both heated and non-heated classes, private change areas, two tri- I'm promoting your stinking yoga studio here. Two treatment rooms and a prominent retail display. This is actually uh, uh, probably the most beautiful building now in Orangeville. They renovated it fantastically, and you were quite happy with the way things. But you can't take credit for the whole thing. We've talked about this before. <laughs> Who's your biggest inspiration like for how that was designed? Have, did you go around to a whole bunch of other studios? No, I didn't. Oh. Um, I just knew that I wanted to keep the like the history of the building, um, and I le- wanted a lot of brick and barn board. And yeah. Okay, we're about to do yoga. I actually uh, cheated and got some stretching in beforehand. That's right. That's why I'm standing like this. Because today, this is not about us doing yoga. It's about me being better at you than something else. Okay, what are you going to tell him? Tell him right now. Give him the ego talk. You got to check your ego at the door. <laughs> There's no room for the ego in the practice. And who goes <laughs> anymore? Who does uh, your son. A three-year-old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what are we about to do? Well, I'm going to guide you through a yoga practice, about 30 minutes. So we're going to start with a centering. 30 minutes we're doing this for? You didn't know? I found out today that we were doing this. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to start with a little centering, and then um, we're going to move What do you mean centering? Some, so just a time to land and ground and connect. Um, yeah, and then we'll move through some postures and end with the what are, you, what are you laughing about? What, what, what? Nothing. I just, I'm so excited. He's not excited. I, I am can excited. Tell. I can tell. Remember the first time I tried? Did I look like that? Um. You c- yeah, don't make me go there again. <laughs> How you first came into the studio. I came a little judgy. Came a little judgy, shoulders That's back, chest out. That's such a surprise. Yeah. Wait, she said shoulders back, chest out. He I wanted to make in. sure everybody heard that. Yeah, he came in all like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm here for yoga. I think they call uh. it peacocking. 
That is a pose, actually. What, a yoga pose? A peacock pose. Can we do it? Oh, no. you. (laughs) (laughs) Physically, can you do it? Um, Uh, I can teach it. (laughs) Uh, What? Is this going to be like Kripalu? Kripalu is Which the I style first called Kripalu. Or Kripalu, yeah. That's Kripalu? A good, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the joke. No, Kripalu yoga is the style of yoga that I'm trained in. That's where I did my teacher training. And, um, but is that like weird, airy-fairy, like worship Buddha stuff? Uh, no, you've been to my classes. What's it like? Tell us. Weird, airy-fairy. No, <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, it was... Stop. I know I'm sweating already. Frig. <laughs> The nerves are Can you see in. that glisten? Yeah, your head's like a beacon in here. Although I can't really talk right now, can I? Yeah, between the three of us, it's amazing she can read her book. <laughs> <laughs> the glare. Three bald men. Three bald oh, men. <laughs> okay. The classes that I've been to, I thought we're going to get all incense burning and, and altruistically bizarre and, you know, ask your spirit guide to come join you kind of stuff. And it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. It was very healthy for my guts and healthy for my body. When my, when I meant soul when I said guts. <laughs> this is not working as well as I thought it would be again. Um, no, it didn't freak me out at all. There wasn't one time. Well, the ohm thing is a little weird. Explain that. The ohm. Well, the ohm is like the universal sound, the sound of all sounds. And I remember when I first started going to yoga, actually the first time um, people did ohm in a yoga class. You freaked out. I freaked out and I left. See? I left the class. And I remember, Wait, like... He doesn't know what it is. Do you know what it is? It's saying ohm. Oh. Everybody chants the sound of Who ohm together. Who doesn't know what that is? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. and electricity. So, so everybody says that. Yeah. Why? And I, I had a bit of a freak out. Um, I just, uh, growing up with no, like, I was never you know, into religion and never went to church. I didn't get this stuff and it felt culty and it felt weird. Yeah. Um, but when you understand it and the reason why you're doing it, um, it makes you a little bit more comfortable participating in it. So the sound, when all of our voices come together, it's about community, it's about connection, it's about um, vibration and understanding that um, everything is constantly moving and pulsing and everything is alive. And the sound, um, when our voices come together, it's sort of like being a part of, of all of that, if that makes sense. Sure. It just sounds weird. Okay, can Basically, on a very simple oh, level, it's a pranayama practice. It's a practice of, of controlled breathing. So you're taking a deep breath in, and it's a long exhalation with a sound. Did the Japanese invent it? The Japanese invented? Yeah, because I'm thinking about the um, just the meditation and the yeah. No, you're just thinking of the warrior movies. I am seen. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm thinking go about like ahead samurai and, say and like no. Yeah. Okay. Um, where did where does Yoda like Yoda? Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Star Wars is on the mind. <laughs> Where did yoga originate? Yoga originates in India. You know, oh, okay. like they're saying sense. something like five thousand years ago or something. Where the Japanese come from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> close, close, but uh, way off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Let's stop talking about it. Let's do it. Can we just um, hear the music? I want to hear what the music sounds like because this is for our is listeners. It like rainfalls. And- this is for our listeners because you and I won't be able to hear this because the the way things are set up here. Okay. Can you hear that? Okay. Is that the track you want? Yep. You, you guide him through whatever you need to okay. guide no, him through. Okay, we're good. Okay, so first of all, we're going to turn these mics up a little bit so you can get a bit of the room here. And <clears throat> I want our video guide. No, 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 that's my mat. <laughs> here's, here's Josh's mat. Oh. Here we go. Oh, oh, that is nice. That's a pretty mat. Now, for our, for our listeners, Tim, what's, pretty. what's on this mat? How would you uh, describe it? Looks it looks like goldfish and lily pads there you go joshy that's there you go yeah, kind of looks like one of those adverts so for uh, luminosity <laughs> you, you go over there so nice okay 
That's beautiful. Are you guys going to wear your running shoes? Oh, do you want us to go barefoot? You should go barefoot. Uh, oh, better turn up that fan. Funeral. Turn up that fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you can you rewind it for me? I didn't. I, I, barefoot yeah. as in no socks. Move your mat. No, you don't want socks because you're otherwise you're going to start sliding around. You need to can be grounded. Can we have socks on or no? No, no, you can't have socks on. Boys. And you're gonna have can to pick out your toe jam down? before you start too. Mm, toe jam, delicious. Are we gonna dim the lights? Is that better? Yes. Yeah. No, this be. is as moody as we are gonna get here. So. Oh, you guys are already really moody. So. Okay. Where do you want this thing? We have uh, these these blue blocks. Here. You got the blocks. Yeah. So you can use those to sit on. So you're gonna start by coming into a comfortable seat. All right. Sit on. Yep. Yeah. You can use it to sit on, and that just brings that your just hips a little seat. higher. <laughs> So for those of you at home, if you want to join in, you can also follow along. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the least serious yoga class that no, I've ever we'll, taught. We'll, we'll start being mature soon. Really? Stop it. There we go. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that was graceful. <laughs> okay, so we will start. So... Come into a comfortable seat, maybe crossing the legs. And allow your eyes to close or soften your gaze down towards the floor. And bring the backs of your hands to rest on your knees or your thighs, allowing your palms to face upwards, open to receive. Begin to ground down through your sits bones. And as your sits bones take root, begin to invite space and length into your spine. Imagining the skull like a hot air balloon expanding in all directions as it slowly begins to float upwards. Allowing your awareness to expand and your consciousness to expand. And as you grow tall through the spine, begin to find a softness in the shoulders, melting them back and down into the back body. Invite your ears back in alignment with the shoulders, keeping the chin parallel to the floor. And find a softness in the throat. And begin to consciously relax all the muscles of your face. Feeling the jaw unclench and the teeth part. Let your tongue soften away from the roof of your mouth. Inviting a stillness into the eyes, a softness in your brow. Begin to notice the physical body that is here. In honoring the physical body that is showing up for practice. Begin to notice the natural rhythm of your breath. Without trying to change it or control it in any way, just simply observing the breath. Noticing what the natural rhythm of your breath may be telling you about your day, about your week. And start to consciously deepen it, breathing in and out through the nose. With every inhalation, fill the belly, expand through the ribs, breathing up into the chest and the heart space. And with every long exhalation, emptying the breath completely. And starting to smooth out your breath so that inhalations flow effortlessly into exhalations. And exhalations flow back into another in-breath. Just finding your own rhythm and your own pace. And taking a full deep breath in, use your exhalation to soften your right ear to your right shoulder, stretching through the side of the neck. 
coming back up through center and over to the other side. And draw your hands to Anjali Mudra at the heart center in prayer position. This gesture of namaste that represents the belief that there's a divine spark within each and every one of us, located at the heart center or the heart chakra. And take a moment to think about your own personal intention for your practice today. I love asking this question, why are you here? Maybe it wasn't your choice. (laughs) And then release the hands to the sides of your body. On an inhale, reach the arms up and overhead. Bring the palms to touch. And as you exhale, release the right hand down to the floor and the left arm over, coming into a side stretch. (laughs) And then coming back up through center and over to the other side. Your eyes can stay open or closed. There's nothing to see. This will be your view if you uh, open your eyes. Keep them closed, yeah. (laughs) Coming back up to center, then fold forward. Make your way onto your hands and knees in the tabletop position. So bring your shoulders over your wrists. No headbutting each other. Bring your shoulders (laughs) over your wrists and your hips above your knees. Drop your belly down and arch your back, lifting up through the heart, coming into the cow stretch. Wow, you guys are really close to each other. <laughs> and then round your spine, draw your belly in towards your chest like an angry cat. And dropping the belly down again, arch the back, lifting up into the cow stretch, maybe saying moo. And then exhale, rounding the spine. Great, now reach your right arm forward and extend your left leg behind you, coming into the sunbird pose. Hey! Wow. There is this practice of nonviolence. It's called ahimsa. Yeah, himsa. Ahimsa. Him said hit anybody, a lot of people. <laughs> what? Him's been hitting a lot of people. And then release and switch sides. Left arm forward, right arm back, or right leg back. So finding balance here. I'm going to have to separate you two. And then release the hands back down. Tuck your toes under. Lift your hips up towards the sky, coming into downward-facing dog. So your hands are about shoulder-width distance apart, feet about hip-width distance apart. And lifting the sits bones up, melt the heart space towards the thighs. You're starting to feel a nice stretch in the back and the backs of the legs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yoga is really great for promoting healthy digestion, um, massaging the digestive ah, organs. So nice allow nice any any noises to be released from the body, letting go of anything that doesn't serve you. And the fans blowing into the room. Yeah, I know. We got to get that Wonderful. facing the other way. And then slowly walk your feet up to meet your hands. Come into a forward fold pose. Uttanasana. So every yoga posture has an English name and a Sanskrit name. The word asana means posture. Uttanasana, forward fold. And then reach the arms out to the sides of your body with a flat back. Come all the way up to standing, bringing the palms to touch overhead. And then the hands come back down to the heart center. Now you're going to step into your left foot. Bring the right foot to, or the right uh, sole of the foot to the calf or to the inner thigh, balancing in a tree pose. Lengthen through the spine. (laughs) And then reach the arms up and overhead. (laughs) Oh, no. oh wow! I wish the people listening could see this. <laughs> yes. yes. Balancing is hard. <laughs> and then release the hands down and switch sides, balancing on the other foot. 
Yeah, we've got a little teapot <laughs> happening, yes. and then we've got Karate Kid happening. Wax on, wax off. Go up yet. <laughs> That's okay. You can bring the arms up. Yeah. Unless you want to stay as a teapot, that works too. And then release. You're gonna <laughs> not from that end. Release the arms. Step your left foot back, coming into a lunge. So you want to bend your right knee so the knee is over the ankle. And you're going to be pressing out through the back heel, pressing out through the front knee. So you're coming into this high lunge. Reach the arms up and overhead on an inhale. And then soften the shoulders on an exhale. And see if you can relax the muscles of the face and the throat. You guys are looking really serious. Find space in the sides of the body. And then bring the palms to touch and arch your back, lifting up through the heart, coming into a crescent lunge. See if you can soften that constipated look on your face. <laughs> Good. And then bring your left elbow to your right knee, coming into a spinal twist. I love how Drew's trying to remember which is that. Shut up. <laughs> Pressing the palms away from each other, lift the heart, rolling the right shoulder up, back and down, finding lots of space. What? What? Yeah, you guys got it. Okay. Okay. This is hard for them because I'm not doing the poses. I'm just sitting and telling them what to do. And we're wiping a sweaty head with a sock right now. Nice. Come back to center. Plant the hands on the earth. Step back into a plank position. Hands to the earth. Yep. And then step back into a high push-up. Yep. So you have your shoulders, hips, and heels all in alignment. Draw your belly button in. Yeah, like, like you're about to do a push-up. But you're not. Wow, you guys are so close. You're <laughs> <laughs> so sweaty. That's disgusting. And then take a deep breath, and as you exhale, you're going to hug the elbows into the sides of your body and lower down. So you're like coming into a push up, but you're going to hover there above the mat. It's like two mountain goats about and then, to face <laughs> off. And then inhale. Oh my gosh. Okay. Inhale, lift up into a cobra pose. You're pressing into the hands, lifting the chest, shining it forward. Good, then tuck the toes, lift the hips, come back into a downward dog. This one? Yeah. It's the easiest one. How do you ask about that one? <laughs> Bend your knees, look forward between your hands, and then step walk or hop to the front of your mat, coming into a forward fold again. Inhale and come halfway up, so lengthen the spine. <laughs> Thanks, you guys look like gorillas. And then exhale, <laughs> and then fall forward again. And then reverse the swan dive. Arms come out to the sides with a flat back. You're going to come all the way up to stand and then step your right foot back this time, coming into the lunge. <laughs> you still know your left and right, too. Good. Reaching the arms up and overhead. Bring the palms to touch. Arch back. Lifting the heart. So you want to find that balance between power and grace, effort and ease. I definitely have the grace. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Drew's working on it. And then slowly bring the right elbow towards the left knee, coming into a spinal twist. We both just cracked. <laughs> you can actually hear that on air. That was impressive. And then come back up to center. Place the hands down on the floor and step back into the plank position again. And just because I feel like making you guys work a little bit harder, bring your right knee up towards your right elbow and, and hold it there. Nicely playing. Yeah. Off the floor? Yep, off the floor. Oh. <laughs> and then step the foot back. 
and then switch sides. Left knee comes up to the left elbow, foot stays hovered above the mat. How do you hold 250 pounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> then step back and then lower down as if you're coming into a push-up, and you're going to stay hovered above the floor like that. Halfway down. Yeah, all yeah, a little bit lower. You started or what? A little bit lower. Why are you shaking? <laughs> no, 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 this isn't called belly flop asana. This is called chaturanga dandasana. Inhale, lifting up into the cobra pose. Wait, which one was that? This one? That way. <laughs> Should be called the seal. The seal? Yeah, yeah, you could call it that. And then tuck the toes, lift the hips, come into downward dog again. Okay, so now you're going to lift your right leg up behind you. <coughs> was that cough to cover up a fart, Drew? <laughs> It is really hot in here, just so you know. The studio is like hot yoga in here. Okay, so now with that right leg lifted, you're going to bend the knee and open up your hips, kind of like a dog on a fire hydrant. (laughs) Yep, stacking the right hip on top of the left, lift the knee really high, and let the foot get heavy. Marking their territory. Yes. Good. I step the right foot between the hands, place it down on the mat. Drop the back left heel down. And then cartwheel the arms open, coming into warrior two. Posture of strength, of confidence, of bravery. Yeah, so it's a posture of strength, confidence, and bravery. You're supposed to really own that when you're when you're holding it. Yeah. Yes. And Drew's giving middle finger mudra to his son Josh. Good. Now bring the left hand to the back leg, the right palm up, and arch back into a dancing warrior. Not a clubbing warrior, a dancing warrior. And then cartwheel the arms back down to the floor, step back into the plank position because you guys love this pose so much. Yes, and then lower down for Chaturanga Dandasana. That's the one where you fall down. (laughs) And then inhale into upward dog or cobra. Graceful. Yes, beautiful. And then tuck the toes, lift the hips. Downward dog. Come on, Drew. You're doing great. Stupid idea. Left leg lifts up towards the sky gracefully. And then not so gracefully bend the knee, open the hips. Dog on a fire hydrant. Yes. So we have downward dog, we have dog peeing. Yeah, there's a lot of dog stuff happening. Yep, step the foot three between the hands. Drop the back right heel down, cartwheel the arms open into warrior two. Wow, okay. Did we do it right? Yeah, you guys are you guys are doing so good. Now we're doing a handshake. Great. Okay, now step to the front of your mat. <laughs> and then close your eyes, bring your hands to your heart center. This oh. <laughs> <laughs> is so, That's the wrong center, boy. That's I yeah, not up. yeah. I want a few up. <laughs> they're pinky swearing right now that they're not going to hit each other. Yes, but they can't keep their eyes closed. Beautiful. Take a moment to reconnect with your breath, oh, yeah. reconnect with your practice. Your breath. <laughs> <laughs> really, Tim? How do you put up with them? Uh, you know, yeah. I do my own yoga by okay. myself, so I don't have to Great. look at these okay. guys. Okay, guys, come back down onto your mat. We're going to get you into Let some... The, uh, no, 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 no. You're going to come right onto your back. It's not relaxation time. Don't get excited. <laughs> Is this Shavasana, the corpse position? No, not yet. Draw your knees into your chest. Give yourself a nice little squeeze, massaging your lower back. And then rock from side to side. 
Is he doing it? Don't worry about him. Yoga is a personal practice, Drew. It's about dropping in, connecting with yourself. Okay, now you're going to flex the feet up towards the ceiling, grabbing a hold of the bottom of your feet for happy baby pose. If you can't reach the bottom of your feet, you can grab for the ankles or the knees. This is by far one of the most attractive yoga postures. Happy baby pose. Yeah, and if you guys need a new Facebook profile picture, let Don't him know he can snap yes. a photo for or you. Or somewhere I can park my bike right now. <laughs> Tim, take some shots. <laughs> this is a good one here of Drew. Yeah, he looks like... Yeah, I don't know what he looks like right now. He looks like, an old, he looks he like, looks like the cover of a yoga journal yeah. model. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sweat. Great. Okay, now start to rock from side to side. Alright, and then you're going to release the feet down to the floor. Press into your, your arms down by the sides of your body. You're going to press into your hands and press into your feet and lift your hips off the mat, coming into a bridge pose. Josh, you're rocking this, bro. Pretty good. Shut up. <laughs> Drew, I'm enjoying watching you. Am I doing it right? Yeah, you're, you're great, you're great. Okay, so then slowly release, setting the spine down, vertebra by vertebra, taking your time to get there. And you're gonna roll over onto one side and find your way onto your hands and knees in the tabletop position again. Hey Tim, have you ever heard of the lion's breath? No. I thought it would be fun. Actually, you guys would have to face each other for this one. So the lion's breath is um, a, a pranayama practice or a breathing practice where you take a deep breath in and as you exhale, you stick your tongue out and you turn your eyeballs up towards the ceiling and it's a big forceful exhale through the mouth. Okay, so let's try it together and take a deep breath in. <laughs> Hold on, explain this one more time. Okay. We're like this. Yeah, exactly. Just like nice. that. So you have to look up towards the ceiling. <coughs> you're sticking your tongue out. So you're like stretching the face. Right? You have to go like. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So it's a big like. Yeah. Exhale. Okay. Take a deep breath in. Why am I laughing like that? And exhale. Let's do it again. Okay. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. It's like the haka. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, do one for, like, serious now. Okay. Okay, full breath in. Exhale, looking up. <laughs> oh, I wish you people could see this. Great. Tuck the toes, lift the hips, downward dog. We're almost done, guys. Almost done. You guys are doing so great. Tim, do you have any poses that you'd like to see them get in? Shut up. Oh, uh, crow. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Would you, you like know? to demonstrate it further? I, I can yeah. try, sure. Okay, so Tim's going to show you guys the next pose. You guys can come down onto your knees for a second. Just take a little break. So the next one is a balancing, an arm balance posture called crow pose. And you bring your knees oh, up to <laughs> your upper arms. I know this one. Oh, Easy. And then you release anything that no longer serves. Thanks, Tim. Oh, great. Josh has it. <laughs> Go, Drew. Try. Oh, now Josh is showing off. He's coming into headstand. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry. Let's keep it basic for the old man. Uh, Wait a second. Didn't we talk yeah. about the ego and how there's no room for oh, yeah. the ego? Yeah. It's gone. Speaking yeah. of ego, what's the next move? <laughs> no, the next move is crow pose. you got to do that one first. <laughs> what? Yeah. I understand. So your bum goes up into the air. Your knees come onto your upper arms like a shelf. Your no head, head down. No head down. Okay, he's making up his own pose. <laughs> it's crow trying to get water out of a jar. <laughs> Next pose. <laughs> I think that looked like a dead crow, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, come down onto your back. I'm trying to think of all these really attractive poses for you guys to do. I'm actually mostly trying to entertain Tim. Is there a dolphin? Is that one? Miller, no, shut up. Dolphin pose, yeah. But we're on their back now, so we're going to yeah. get into something else. So how about a spinal twist? That'll be good. Mm. So, Drew, the block isn't a pillow there, bud. You can take that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so you're going to draw your knees into your chest and tee your arms out to the sides with the palms facing down. If you don't have room for that, you can bend the arms like cactus arms. Perfect. Now drop the knees over to the left. And then turn your gaze in the opposite direction of the knees. So once you settle into this twist, you want to adjust the shoulders so they feel grounded. So spinal twist. Really good for massaging and detoxifying digestive organs. Great for strengthening the spine. Stimulating the central nervous system. Drew needs to detoxify his digestive system after the show, not during it. Right, okay. Don't throw a block. Blocks are not for throwing. <laughs> wow, the teacher in me just kind of came oh, up. Oh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was well done. <laughs> Sit down. Come back up to center and over to the other side. Knees oh. to the right. Gazing to the left. Josh, relax your feet down. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing it better? I probably give Drew this one. No, there is there's no competition Sorry. in yoga. There's nothing there's, to prove. It's a personal. There's no crying in baseball journey. and no competition. Yeah. But if there was, I'd be winning. Come back up to center. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Hypothetically. Okay. Okay. Tim, any requests? How about shoulder stand? Yeah, shoulder stand is cool. Um, yeah. I mean, half moon. I mean, that could be kind of... Oh, half moon will be fun. Okay, stand back up. Usually I don't bring people down and get them to stand back up again, but... <laughs> guys are like five-year-olds. Okay. In the school no. yard. And someone so took their lunch money. So half moon is kind of hard. So you're going to come into a lunge with your... Um, Drew, you're going to bring your left foot forward. Josh, you're going to bring your right foot forward. Yeah. Okay, so... You're going to come in... Oh, my gosh. Tim, do you so want to start out with Warrior 2, right? Yeah, you're going to start into Warrior 2. Perfect. Arms out to the sides. Yeah. And then you're going to start to reach your front fingers down towards the floor and lift your back leg. So you're opening your whole body, lifting... Yep, opening your whole body towards me. This is easy. Well, you <laughs> yeah, know, you got he, your arm on the desk, You can't buddy. hold the desk. <laughs> 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 this reminds me of when I used to teach yoga to my two-year-olds when yes. I was a preschool teacher. Nice. Same sort of attention span. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay, and then relax down. Do the other side just to balance out. Wait, and oh, then talk we us need through to the move again. Okay, so you're going to come into warrior two. Yeah. Yep, bend the front knee. Yep. Yep, and then you're going to reach your right fingertips down towards the floor, lift the left leg up. Oh. Okay, come on down to your mat. I think it's time to bring you into relaxation. Did you see how gracefully I saw that? You guys, you guys were so good. Now it's time to rest. 
Close your eyes, come down onto your back, finding your way into Shavasana or Corpse Pose. Allow your eyes to close. With the arms down by the sides of the body, let the palms face upwards. You start to feel your shoulders relaxing down into the support of the earth. Bones becoming heavy. And all your muscles relaxing and softening away from the bones. <coughs> relax your belly, soften through the throat, and consciously relax all the facial muscles. Releasing the jaw, parting the teeth, and allowing your tongue to find Shavasana in the mouth. Softening the space between the eyebrows, the third eye point, this place of intuition and inner knowing, said to be the seat of the soul or the eye that sees in. You're starting to let the rivers of the body relax, knowing that there's nothing else to do, nowhere else to be, but right where you are. Begin to sense the natural intelligence and interconnectedness of all of the body systems as you rest here in Shavasana. Begin to sense your body and mind coming into stillness, the muscles releasing, relaxing away from the bones. And feel your joints open gently as gravity starts to move through the body. Bringing your awareness to your heart center, you start to feel a calm, warm energy radiate out from the center of your heart. And while the body and mind deepens in this experience of unity, begin to sense the ebb and flow of your breath and its connection to the larger ebb and flow of life's universal rhythm. Allowing thoughts, emotions, breath, and body sensations to merge into this experience of oneness with all that supports and surrounds you. Surrendering completely to your higher self. Begin to wiggle your toes and your fingers, deepen your breath. Gently rocking the head from side to side, waking up the neck and spine. And slowly make your way over onto one side, coming into the fetal position, this posture of transition. And as you rest here, take a moment to check in and notice how you feel. Notice the natural rhythm of your breath. Notice your body. And then when you're ready, pressing into the hands, slowly bring yourself up into a seated position. The hands at the heart center, Anjali Mudra. Allowing the eyes to stay closed. And we are all going to close the practice by joining our voices together uh -oh. in the universal, vibrational, and sacred sound of OM. Take a full breath in. Oh. And as you move into the rest of your day, may you be at peace and may your heart remain open. May you always know the beauty of your true nature. May you be healed and may you be a source of healing in this world. Namaste. <laughs> and then we have post-yoga high fives. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh.
Wow. That was fun. Is it supposed to be fun? It, uh, yeah, okay. it could be fun. No, you thought it was going to be all serious or whatever, right? Well, it's I knew it wasn't my be, show. It's not going to be serious. It's not going to be serious with you here. That's for sure. Oh. Tim, why was your ohm so long? <laughs> he was good at the ohm. <laughs> that thing hung on forever. Because I, I have good voices. But you were showing off. With the rest of us, it stopped. No, you kept I going. I wasn't. Yeah, I think your ego was involved. No way, not at all. <clears throat> I think you're jealous that your ohm was uh, yeah. stopped a little expectedly short. Yeah. Because it's not the size I of your I feel like you guys were holding back on your ohms. I was. I didn't know how long we were going for. So you didn't even start? I just said, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone went on for 10 more seconds. I was like, oh. So there are there are trigger words in what you say, what you said, that, you know, um, people on the outside might go, Ugh. I'm not sure what that meant. But um, <laughs> That's so the version you, said, of ohm. you said higher self. Like, what's a higher self? So the higher self, it's, it's whatever it is that connects you to something greater than you. It is you. Um, the witness consciousness. I've talked about that with you before. Yeah, explain that to our listeners. So please. the witness consciousness is um, this, this expression of you. It is the observer that watches you from a place of love and non-judgment. So it is like this ability to, to witness yourself, um, how you are moving through life, how you are thinking, how you are breathing, and sort of just being able to check in. What is the, there's that phrase, the, the non-judgmental, subconscious, uh, oh. the compassionate, non-judgmental self-awareness That's is what, what you know, you're trying to develop through the practice of yoga. So the first time I was in her class, that stuff hit me because I'm, you know, when I ask a lot of people on my show, who's hurt you the most? And my answer for that has always been me. I'm, I'm the hardest on myself. Uh, even <laughs> worse than you. You're pretty hard on me, son. I wish you'd lighten up. Uh, but then when I, we started getting into this non-judgmental, compassionate, self-awareness. Did I say that right? Non-judgmental, compassionate, self-awareness? Sure. So yeah. close enough. Uh, I was, it was weird. I had like an emotional cathartic reaction, which I'm glad you didn't see. Because I don't like crying in front of my son. It was weird. Really? You're going to say they're silent on radio as I'm looking into um, your eyes deeply? They're there. <laughs> <laughs> Pats me in the shoulder. They're there. <clears throat> Well, listen, I, I wanted a, a yoga thing to happen on my show because I wanted our listeners to hear for themselves what a yoga class might sound like. Now, that was a speeded up, fast forward, Reader's Digest version, and there was some horsing around in it, and there was copious amounts of um, sweat, horseplay between my son and I. But uh, that's, that's kind of what you're getting into. And I would say that there are people that, you've explained this to me, Lindsay, there are people that um, <clears throat> kind of get real... Uh, esoteric and really ethereal and real sort of spacey up in the cloudsy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But you're not like that, which is why I feel more comfortable hanging around you. Yeah. But uh, I, but that sounded judgmental on them. So if you're into that, knock yourself out. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with yoga is that there are so many <clears throat> different teachers that, that are, you know, offering what they have to offer. And um, I always say if you go to a yoga class and you don't connect with the instructor, if you don't connect with what they're offering, then go to another one. Because, right. you know, there's going to be people who are really into meditation. There's going to be people who are into just really the physical practice. The, the, I asked you earlier, who, the, who were the people that sort of inspired you? In, and you mentioned a couple of them. Um, who would be the, someone, again, who really inspired you? In, in the yoga thing, in the yoga world, who really got you going? Katie Brower. She was a pro snowboarder. Pro snowboarder. Yeah. And um, 
But you, would she teach yoga the same way you do? I feel like a lot of like the way I teach yoga is influenced by the way they do. Right. You know, um, they're, they talk a lot about like the yoga, not only on the mat, but off the mat. And it's about the yoga of life, riding the waves of life. Um, and it's something that I really connected with. My first yoga teacher, I told you, was this um, old Indian man with these long curly toenails. Ooh. And, um, you know, I didn't understand him. He was speaking Sanskrit in the class and, you know, chanting. And I just remember being like, what the F is this? And being, being like, yoga is not for me. This is not something that I connect with. And then it was like a few years later that I finally went and I, I took a class with Katie. And um, I was like, wow, like this chick is cool. Like this is what she has to offer. I'm connecting with what she has to say. So. But why her? But why her? I, I just, I connected with her. Like you meet people in your life that you connect with and the ones that you don't connect with. And so I think your connection with the instructor is like way more important than what it is that they're, they're teaching or the style of yoga that they're trained in. Well, on behalf of, what was her name again? Katie? Katie? Katie Brower. Katie, on behalf of us, I would like to say thank you to Katie Brower for turning you into a cool yoga chick. But I wonder if Katie would appreciate those kind of compliments. Katie, how do you feel? Uh, well, I will say that I don't what? <laughs> So I'm glad that my toenails didn't scare Lindsay off the first <laughs> yoga experience with me. Hi, Katie. Hi, Lindsay. Oh, my gosh. How funny that you are on right now. She was listening the yeah, whole time. Am, you? Well, I'm, no. on, I'm on cloud nine. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> She's... I've been listening whilst getting a facial. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm definitely on cloud nine. Katie, what part of uh, from, Japan are you from? I'm from Australia. <laughs> I'm from Australia. What part of Australia? California. Uh, from Sydney. What part of Sydney? Uh, from Manly Beach. Oh, suck. Yeah. <laughs> That's a- no, Manly Beach is a great area to live. I had to live in Glenbrook up in the Blue Mountains for five years. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So I like Manly Beach. It's not a, it's not a bad space. No, it's a great spot. Not a bad space, not a bad place. The What's the name of the uh, footy team there? The Manly... Oh my gosh, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. I'm a yoga person, not a football fan. You know what? Footy guys need yoga in their lives. That's what I'm saying. That's true. It is. And uh, <clears throat> and and that's that is a, a gift to them. People like Lindsay and I walking the earth. We're a gift to athletic people. Well, that's and why Lindsay's in my life. She's a gift to this athletic person here. Josh, don't freaking laugh at me. So this is my son, Josh Marshall. He's sitting here beside or standing here beside me. And uh, Katie, you, um, you're a bit of a yoga guru yourself. Uh, tell people a little bit about yourself, please. Um, well, I'm from Australia and uh, I, I would echo what... I, do you really want me to talk about me or you want me to talk about why I love Lindsay? Well, we'll get to Lindsay in a second. You she, can talk about She's used people. to that always being about herself. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Katie is one of the most interesting um, people I know. So, Katie, tell them about you. Uh, okay. Well, I have this thing called in three minutes or less my whole life story, but I'll do it in 30 seconds. Or less. How about that? Um, okay. So, I was born in Australia. I'm a middle child, definitely have middle child syndrome. And um, I grew up, I moved out of home when I was 13 and then turned into a total rebel. 13. Went off the tracks completely and uh, got very, I was always very sporty and snowboarding took off for me, turned professional at 17. Wow. Did that for seven years and through that uh, seven year period, I sustained massive injuries and that was when I discovered yoga so I had an experience much like Lindsay's very woo woo as I would call it and um, I didn't really connect with the teacher at all but that was when I was uh, almost 18 and then 
through my injuries, yoga really was the um, the one constant and the way that I was able to rehab my injuries, get back on top. And to be able to share that with anyone and everybody is really, truly a gift. So I live in Encinitas, California right now, the mecca of yoga. And there's it's also the mecca of woo-woo. So I would say <laughs> that um, I, I maybe stand out of the bunch as being someone that's a bit more down to earth, like Lindsay is, and um, and really it truly is a gift. I, I think that Lindsay could second this as being in this profession and walking this path is it's not always an easy path, but it is incredibly fulfilling to literally see people transform before your eyes through this simple practice of movement, breath, and awareness. Wow. Very well done. Yes. Very well done. Katie Brower with the two-minute version of uh, her life. Um, okay, so just out of curiosity, let's say people from down in California are listening to the show and they want to, I don't know, buy stuff from you or, or, or take a class or go to one of your groups or go to a retreat or something like that. What, how do they get in touch with you? Um, they can find me at katiebrower.com or at any of the Yoga 6 locations. We've got locations uh, throughout uh, San Diego, also through the Midwest, Columbus, Ohio. We have Kansas City, St. Louis and Milwaukee. Nice. And all of that yoga programming has Milwaukee. been influenced and created by me. So no, Milwaukee? In any of those they don't do yeah. yoga in Milwaukee. They do not. Hey, you would Laverne be surprised. Laverne and Shirley don't do yoga. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so just before we say goodbye, Katie, first of all, thank you for uh, for playing with us and have a little bit of fun and surprising Lindsay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Lindsay? Because we all know what you Lindsay know what? thinks about Lindsay, but... Um, I I say this as a, just in general, I call it the 99% and the 1%. And the 99% are pretty ordinary. And every once in a while, you come across someone that exists within the 1%. And that really is Lindsay. Not only is she committed to a life of truth, she's transparent. She says it how it is. She's down to earth. I'm sure all of those are the qualities that you fell in love with. And um, aside from that, she knows what she's talking about. She's not going to bullshit you. <clears throat> On radio. Look at. Um, <laughs> and that's why I love Katie. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. She's Australian. We had okay, to, we had to give Lindsay the big speech before she came onto the radio show. You know, just uh, mind you. You didn't write that in the email, though. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, sorry. And I'm, and I'm Australian. I can usually get away with it uh, on air and in public and on film because I am Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll blame it on the rock uh, down under for sure. Well, listen, Katie. Well, Lindsay's a gem. Katie, you have been just a real nice person for doing this. Thank you. Uh, do you guys want to have, just have a little moment before we say goodbye, Lindsay? Yeah, we'll sure. catch up soon, Katie. Okay. I'll, I'll call you in about an hour. Okay, sounds good. She, she'll, be, right. she'll be on the show talking to the Enneagram lady. Oh, uh, yeah, and the five oh, love it languages. And the five love languages guy. We got some guests. Oh, my gosh, I love it. We got I, need to, I need to meet these people. This sounds like so much fun. You uh, can listen. Yeah, tune in at your spa. Go back to your uh, mud bath or whatever you're doing. Okay, <laughs> I'm sending you guys a snapshot photo. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye, Katie Brower. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right, folks, there you go. That is, uh, that's Yoga and the Drew Marshall Show. First time ever. And uh, last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Lindsay, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Um I know you were nervous, and I know you said to me, well, what do I really have to offer? Like, I'm, you know, there's a thousand yoga people out there. But you, you've made actually a personal impact on me, and, uh, and I'm appreciative of the fact that you kind of helped me um, lean into this world that I was pretty ignorant about and judgy about. 
And I've come away way less judgy, way like just far more respectful of what you guys do. At least your crew up there at Discovery Your Yoga. I'm sure there's other places I may not dig, but and Katie Brower sounds like a, a nice lady as well. One track, one.